How's everybody doing? My name is Augie with VIP Playlist. I'm here with my wonderful co-host. It's Adam, guys. What's up? And uh, today we have, it's. I guess it's like a bit of a super group kind of uh, in the post-hardcore scene. I would scene. say so. I would say so too. Um, do you want to introduce yourselves, uh, what band and what you do for the band? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> my name is Dan Miller. I play guitar in a project called Trade Secrets. My name is Zach McLean, and I play bass and do the keyboards for Trade Secrets. Hey, my name is Santiago Mesa. You can call me Santi. I play guitar. I recently joined. I'm kind of like the, the last one to join. I play guitar. Nice. Awesome. And uh, we um, only lack Lucas, I believe, who's the vocalist, who may or may not be joining us later. So we'll... Uh, We'll find that out soon. Yeah, hopefully he does. Um, the reason I, I say y'all are a bit of a super group is because there's a uh, few of y'all in bands that are very much beloved uh, and have been beloved for a long time. Um, so I know Lucas isn't here. He was in um, Artifacts, right? Art Artifacts. Mm -hmm. yep. And then um, Zach is in Latiga, which is an amazing uh side project and then we also have i think daniel you're in uh tides yeah tides of man yeah so a bit of a super group going on santiago you've you've been in a couple projects uh imaginary colors and i don't know how to pronounce it is that europa europa yeah europa yeah, yeah, right. yeah. thank you yeah i also uh, i play live guitar for tides of man too for a while. okay so yeah so it's a bit of a little super group here and, and uh y'all been around for a long time man how did y'all get together um, so all of us met just through playing music. Um, I'll run through me and Zach. We toured together. Zach's, um, former band Icarus the Owl, mm -hmm. um, and Tides of Man did a tour in 2016. Um, so that's how we met and we mm -hmm. did a full U.S. run and, um, I met Lucas um, I think I met him originally. Artifacts Pereira was on tour coming through the Tampa area, and uh, I hit him up because they were looking for a place to stay. So I offered them my apartment, and they all crashed there after the show. And they hung out and got to know each other. And yeah, and uh, it's been a kind of long and winding road over the past decade or so um where our paths have crossed numerous times for various reasons but yeah uh awesome. i'm sure zach i'm sure zach can also give some insight um because i i know him and artifacts and him and lucas are real tight and go way yeah. back and then before i do that though i'll just say and then uh santi played in europa um, which is a band from Orlando, close to Tampa, where I live. And uh, he's played shows in the area. And, and uh, I found him, I found Europa on Bandcamp back in the day. Mm -hmm. I was like, this band's tight and love their sound. So we met, um, I just went out to a show and, and watched them and got to meet Santi. And similar, similar kind of thing, just paths crossed over time you know we're all musicians in in the post-hardcore genre so yeah. you know it's like it's only so many people to 
yeah, yeah. run into it, <laughs> run into at shows, you know? Yeah. Yo, so Zach, Zach, you're in Icarus? Yeah. Yeah. God, I played I bass with him so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that we, so yeah, that's how we all got together and, and we were joking. There's actually one show that at the time, I don't think any of us knew it, but we all <laughs> actually played together. So yeah, that's there hilarious. The man set, there was an Icarus Yale set and there was an artifact set too. Um, and we're oh, all sure. buddies, which is, which is awesome. So I think that's why we've all stayed in touch. And that's how I met Lucas was, um, be, being on tour with Icarus and Icarus and artifacts did a run. And, um, Lucas is also from Portland. So he moved out from Portland to sing in artifacts, but he comes back to Portland a lot, which is where I live. And so we built up our friendship that way too. Yeah. A lot of yeah, talent, that's awesome. man. Yeah. A lot of we'll, talent in that band. <laughs> yeah, we'll try not to fanboy too hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 will, I thank you. <laughs> I will say one thing that um, all all of our members like bond over, which is kind of cool with the theme of this podcast. But you know, we all share a lot of common influences and interests, and and we're all into a lot of the same sounds and and textures and music and all that so this this whole group was kind of like a natural coming together of uh of common interest between all of us so. yeah it makes it easier i'm sure yeah, it's gonna be awesome yeah yeah i mean the trade secrets for those who hadn't heard it they sound y'all sound amazing i mean oh yeah absolutely i'm so you. glad like i i found well i it was like by happenstance, we actually reviewed uh, through our podcast. We interacted with our with our uh, listeners and yeah. uh, did an album review for Elements and Antidotes. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, someone on the Artifact side mentioned um, Odd Side, which I already knew about, yeah. and mentioned this project as well. And I was like, "Whoa, hold on! It's like, stop everything! <laughs> I didn't even know this existed. I was so yeah." Right. I was like, I was a lot. Was of, a, a lot of people don't know that. It, <laughs> I was so happy that it did that it does, I should say. But I was also upset because I was like, dude, no, like I've been missing out. Um, yeah. So I'm so <laughs> glad it's it's yeah, happening. We only, so we, I mean, we've only put out like a small series of releases. Uh-huh. It's basically three three singles that kind of work as a mini EP, I guess. Right. Um we are working on new stuff, but yeah, this is, this is a very new project. And when did it like start up really? Uh, so yeah, basically, um, I started writing a bunch of music on my own. Um, and well, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think I was talking to Lucas somehow we you know, we were just messaging back and forth on Instagram or something like that. And I was I was sending him some music that I was working on. And it kind of just it was like a natural thing. Like, I don't know, art, you know, Artifacts was on hiatus. Tides has been on hiatus for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we 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 both are, you know, in our mid 30s now and like kind of like we got our little home studio setups and and still love creating music right and so yeah uh yeah just started sending him some demos and then he suggested bringing zach in i was like oh yeah i know zach that that'd be sick and um so we kind of collaborated 
the three of us on those uh, first three songs. And basically what happened was, you know, me and Zach tracked the instrumentals remotely at home. Mm-hmm. And and I was talking to Lucas about maybe booking some studio time in New York with Mike Watts um, uh, at Voodoo Studios. And I was like, do you want to, this is December of 2021. Oh. We, were, we were aiming for it. Like I was, I, so I was like, what do you think maybe over like winter break, you know, like in between Christmas and New Year's, uh, go up there. And he's like, I'm booking my flight now. So <laughs> that's, that was literally like the, the moment where it became a, a project, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we were gonna, we were definitely going to go record, get it mixed, mastered and, and, uh, make something of it. And yeah. then, um. And then, so, you know, fast forward, it just with all our schedules and being busy guys, um, you know, it just took some time for us to kind of like get the mixes where we wanted them, get all the album art together. And then um, we really wanted to do like a, a live, like we wanted to do some kind of video content. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're talking about doing a music video or something. And we we're like, what if we all meet up? and do like a live playthrough of the songs so that's something that we we did the following it was awesome oops sorry yeah we did it we did at the end of last year we recorded it and similar thing you know just been working on it slowly but surely like we were talking about before we started video editing is not an easy (laughs) task yeah Yeah. not at all time and uh yeah so i mean we uh, we basically self-produced it um jordan the uh artifacts pareo guitar player um produced and him and his partner uh janelle yeah janelle uh what's janelle's last name should let me uh, yeah i'll have to i I always want to credit um yeah but yeah actually don't know on instagram uh, it doesn't say so i'm not sure yeah but jordan haynes uh jarbos on instagram he uh recorded the audio and him and his partner shot all the video mm-hmm. um nice and, and edited it uh they you know and they basically you know it's just like a passion project for all of us really sick and so we really wanted to add a uh, second guitar for all these songs live because they had tracked some you know dual guitars not a lot but I yeah. wanted to fill out the sound. And so I called up Santi, who I uh, have toured with in Tides and all that. Um, and he, and he's, I know he was a super fan of uh, Artifacts. So I wanted to bring him in and get him in on this project. And that's kind of the evolution from the beginning to now. Uh, yeah, to now. Yeah. That's awesome, oh, that's, man. That's, that's really that's, cool. Yeah, it's super exciting uh, for a... We're a fan of um, really all of the bands and artists yeah, yeah. And projects involved. Um, I think what we like to do is we like to start by asking you guys some of your earliest memories of music, your core memories, maybe riding around the car with family or your parents, or maybe a sibling showed you something and just whatever resonated with you. Yeah, when it's you were the young. old stuff. <laughs> yeah. Old, yeah. old, old. Yeah. 
Yeah, little little kid versions of yourselves. I remember that when you're talking about like riding around the car and my mom had like Beatles tapes and uh-huh. like we listened to a lot of like Disney soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, Raffi was uh Raffi uh, was pretty bro, pretty big. Bro, I was just gonna I that was I was laughing to myself because I was gonna mention Raffi and I wasn't sure if anyone else knew who that was. Oh nice. <laughs> um this is gonna sound maybe weird for this show, but uh we have tickets to go see Raffi this fall. Because <laughs> I because I have I have two little kids. That's also why I'm going. Yeah. Because kids, not because of my early yeah, childhood yeah, memories yeah. of Raffi. <laughs> do, do you guys know who Raffi is? Um, I'm looking him up right now. I do not think so. He he, he had he had like these children's uh VHS tapes and he would just like play acoustic. And mm-hmm. there's there's you know silly kid songs in the vhs days and i grew up on those tapes yeah there's like a picture of me holding a guitar like raffi in front of the raffi tape on the tv bro i i swear to god i have the exact i I know okay i recognize i recognize his songs it's like baby beluga would be like his big hit yeah 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 so like shake your sillies out and down by the bed yeah 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 yeah. you gotta shake your sillies out yeah man Hey, <laughs> it's good advice. Dare I say, let's throw "Shake Your Sillies Out" as the first song. I mean, start anything. It's a good, yeah. good opener. Santi, Santi, what about you? Um, well, uh, a quick thing about me: I'm Colombian. I grew up in Colombia until I was 12 years old, and so, like every other little boy there, all I did was play soccer, uh, and nothing in my life existed other than soccer. Until I was okay. like, so as far as music goes, it's funny because my parents had me in uh, in music classes when I was a kid, and I just did not give a fuck. I just did not care. <laughs> like, look at you now. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, when I was a kid, I could, I, I definitely can talk about how my dad listened to Queen a lot. Uh, okay. Queen is it's a big thing for me. Um, nice. Like as far as like the classics go, like I'm not too good at like classic music classic rock and stuff but uh, queen definitely has a place in my heart but really music started for me when i when i heard watch my age again with blink 182 i was like what is okay. this? And, like something changed in me so <laughs> uh early on just like blink 182 then i like graduated into like no effects and like punk rock uh, i'm a punk kid my heart oh and nice. then eventually i got into like you know thursday and thrice that's still my favorite band today so oh yeah Thursday is like, man, they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, life life changing for me. I mean, yeah. yeah still, if if we're talking, yeah, if we're talking earliest, then it's Rafi for sure. But gotcha. um, aside from that, I would say, you know, similar to how Fonty mentioned Queen, mine mine was the Eagles. Like the to Eagles. this day, my parents oh, my nice. parents listen to the same Eagles greatest hit CD yeah. that they've been listening to for. 30 years it's you got know, all the and, greatest hits what else yeah do you need? man and it's i like know one of the top selling al- albums of all time yeah, yeah. and um, uh, you know it, it's, it's funny too because i still every time the songs come on you know it's very nostalgic for me yeah and, for uh, sure oh yeah you know? so. uh before we get some of these uh bands on here let's let's name this thing y'all got a name for your playlist oh yeah um let's do it the trade secret secret playlist 
No one will find it. <laughs> Secret. <laughs> Secret. All right. Um, first artist, uh, let's go with the Beatles, man. Is there a Beatles song that you remember? Um, my mom listened to like Rubber Soul a lot. That was the the tape that she had. Um, so uh, what would be like a Norwegian wood? Okay. I always thought that song that song stood out to me because it ha it has a sitar in it, and it, as a little kid, I didn't know what that was, but I knew it was like the thing that sounded different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, let's continue with the the older stuff. Let's go with the Eagles. Um, I'll do uh, "Life in the Fast Lane." There you, that's a good one. I like I like the little riff in the beginning. It's cool. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm gonna put what's my age again on here. Um, yeah, but if you wanted to do a different Blink One Eighty Two song, that's fine with me as well. Um, I guess that's up to me. Let me think. I don't know. I'm gonna say, can I do something like more obscure? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, get the deep cuts, man. <laughs> it's not really. I mean, they were huge by this point. But I'm gonna say Anthem and not Anthem Part Two. So just Anthem. <laughs> okay mm -hmm. we have no fx oh shit wow um let's do oh, man can i think about this yeah, yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta do linoleum bro <laughs> you want it just that's like the west match again you know that's like too, so obvious yeah but it's um, it's it's far <laughs> away their best song <laughs> you're right you're right this is like the the, the punk song in many people's minds let's do linoleum all right you should put on the decline. Yeah. Let's just fill just up all the time. Listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have Thursday. Um, Thursday. Um, yeah, for the workflow is rounding. All right, and then thrice. Well, let, oh, let that way, we should talk about thrice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's the thing. I don't correct me, I don't know. Zach, if they're like your favorite favorite, but both me and Santi, Thrice is like top top band of all time. And yeah. Lucas too, I think. No, yeah, I know Lucas loves them too. I don't, I don't know how how much of a favorite or not. We, we should really I, be just a Thrice cover band. Yeah. I, would, yeah, I mean, I would be fine with. I love Thrice. I would put them in my top ten, maybe not my top five kind of yeah. thing. Um, and I know you and I have uh, differences of opinion on our favorites of thrice which is fun <laughs> yeah yeah i th i'm just i'm very passionate about that band and i feel like we could debate if we got to pick one song this is gonna be we, we can let y'all each pick be, one you can each pick yeah, one can each no pick need one. to fight yeah yeah Dan, <laughs> <laughs> what's yours oh shit man um i feel all right so i gotta explain my choice because <laughs> i'm gonna be I love <laughs> I love a lot of their music, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I and I feel like it's not maybe not my favorite song, but it also is. It's like whenever I think of my favorite song by Thrice, it's the first one that pops up in my head. So I'm gonna go uh Red Sky. So, okay. That was okay, the uh, first album by them I heard is uh Vahisi, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that is actually yeah. Yeah, I I actually heard Identity Crisis like way back. I was in like middle school skateboarding, 
and my friend's older brother played it in the car and i was like this is like the sickest shit i've ever heard in my life yeah because it was i don't know just like i the did not like the he's you with the first time i heard it but i was also like 14 and it was in like correct me if i'm wrong i believe there's like weird like polyrhythms like like he's out of time on certain yeah uh, it's certain a certain song more, i wouldn't like these days it's not a challenging record but i think yeah. back in those days like to me you know it was, it, i was it's it's the record came out in 2005 so like yeah. i was listening to afi um and a lot of like punk stuff and yeah. so visu was like a rec like a that record was like a bridge for me that kind of widened my horizons from like just like a punk kid to getting into oh bands can use piano and yeah. uh you know electronics and electronic elements are, that was a huge yeah. thing for me electronic elements on visu changed like completely changed the way i, I looked yeah kind of i think it, it kind of bridged the the kid who grew up on rancid for me to like <laughs> the the guy the 20 something year old that was really into radiohead you know yeah mm-hmm I got you. All right, Santiago, you got a thrice song? Oh man. Um first of all, Zach, do you have a thrice song or are you are you gonna skip thrice? No, I'll I'll pick a thrice song. I've actually having heard your guys' explanation, it, I feel like maybe I was just like one album behind. Like when the Alchemy in- index came out is when I noticed it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and then I kind of went backwards after that. But for me, just like the idea of like the, you know, the like the whole uh water album right that is like so not thrice <laughs> but it yeah. is because it's them and i that was the thing i liked them i liked a lot is how different everything was on those four eps yeah, yeah. that's what i was gonna have to ch- i was choosing between a heavy song and and the whaler from water because... oh nice. nice yeah <laughs> totally i was thinking because of it's... a water one maybe yeah all right i'll go with uh <laughs> i'm gonna have to say fire breather well then i'm gonna go i'm gonna go the whaler <laughs> <laughs> there we go we got it covered nice. we got it covered that's team that's perfect we got it you know yeah. you know what's and can i just point out that it is kind of funny that we're placing thrice three times or thrice on this playlist yes we're placing uh, thrice thrice uh, wow. uh, okay that's it i no don't more. love no less. no more yeah. <laughs> I don't love the fact that the Earth will shake, which is the best thrice song ever. Didn't make it here, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. Um, the artist in the ambulance was probably by far their most popular record, but I didn't hear that one until I was like at least seventeen. Yeah, I didn't hear that one until way later because I because like when I heard like I said when I heard Vahisiu, I didn't really like it, so I didn't feel a need to like dive into it. And then once I started getting into like weirder music i guess that's when i picked it up nice yeah yeah this, i think thrice was definitely like one of those bands that hit at the right time for me like age-wise too it's yeah just, it was like music that kind of broadened my horizons at the time when i when i was looking for that and and because it's you know like i i first heard identity crisis or the illusion of safety and then and then i um the artist in the ambulance i was like kind of paying attention to that record cycle because back before i would go to school uh 
much music or fuse or whatever that tv channel was would play all the music videos yeah that man was, um, yeah. that was a music video in heavy rotation at the time um it's like that and um incubus and other bands of that time you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so like it's just like one pretty of, big for me too yeah. oh hell yeah now, now now we're talking let's, incubus. let's get that the on there this guy man yeah Start talking, I'll start judging. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to throw some of that on there, um, I'd be interested to hear what some of your favorites are. My I could go like Morning View as a record for me is one that I would just like put on and just listen to the whole thing as like a unit. Yeah. So I don't even know like a specific song off of that mm-hmm. one. Um Crow Left of the Murder, I really like too. Um Yeah, those are both great. My, I, I feel like when it they make make yourself came out and I like was kind that was when I really heard them for the first time and understood what they were. Yeah. And I liked it, but it, it was like morning view and then curl up the murder. And then I kind of onward that I was more of a fan. Okay. So a little more of the subdued side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, cleaner, I like, for I, sure. I, what's that? Sorry. I said, and, and, and a little cleaner. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do like the stuff on science too as well, but yeah. Yeah, just something about Morning View for me is my favorite. You know what is uh, um, underrated? I mean, not, not underrated. This song was a huge hit, but uh, talk, show, talk shows on, on mute. mute. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I don't know why, but it's a It like, is. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. get uh, ever brought up. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I will propose that we throw that on there because maybe <laughs> something heavy. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not yeah. into this person. I mean, I do like into this, but. Maybe I, yeah, like I'm a fan of Incubus. I love Incubus, but like I don't think anything will ever top his vocal run on Animali. <laughs> oh man. Nice. I love that fucking vocal so much. Like I don't know, it just makes me smile every time every time he hits it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder not... Oh sorry, Dan, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I'm not like a super I'm not a huge fan of Incubus by any means. I I like a few songs here and there. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm really fond of Pardon Me just because of the cool vocal cadence that you yeah, know he's, he's yeah. a really create he's a really creative vocalist that and plays with rhythm and melody. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And just has a really unique voice and his lyrics are really good. So it's like you know, you know what's there? crazy, Dan. You know what's crazy? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Finish up. Oh, uh, I was just I was just gonna say like, and that's one thing about me too is like I there's. I listen to tons of bands, but I listen to a lot of bands only like three or four of their songs. And that's, they're okay. one of those bands for me, but I love nice. the, the, the ones that I love, I really love a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Pardon me. Party me on there for sure. Yeah. I, I yeah that there, would yeah. cover, that was like, that's like a heavier one. That was probably one of one, if not my most favorite uh, growing up. Uh, it's probably changed at this point, but the, the like older band, the kids that were like two grades older than me, their band covered that song. And I was like, that's so cool. Well, that was, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's also, well, you want to hear, cause... yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead Santi. Okay. You want to hear something crazy? Um, I was just talking about this like two days ago, actually. The first song I ever performed ever in my life in front of people was in a um, middle school like talent show. <laughs> it was just me and acoustic guitar and singing part of me. Oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, that's, that's awesome. super awesome. Yeah. Well, look and at I that finished shit. playing that and I heard like the crowd, like quote unquote, the crowd is just like parents and kids and like <laughs> clapping and like, it, 
this is the, the feeling that I've been chasing for like my whole life. <laughs> that, was, that was the first. That was the first hit. Yeah, Again, yeah. And it's funny. And it's funny too because Lucas isn't here, but he just posted a little snippet of a "Pardon Me" cover on Instagram. Oh, wow. that's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, really? that has to go. That has to go on there. Yeah. yeah, I think he was. I think he was doing some kind of uh, like Louisville loves new metal event or something. So he was gonna he's gonna sing it <laughs> live. Oh yeah, that's so he, awesome. He posted a little cover. Yeah, that's that's sick, man. Um, do we need to discuss new metal? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, we can discuss whatever y'all want, dude. I'm a huge new metal well, it's, fan. it's kind of it's kind of funny because it seems like new metal is like the hot topic in music. Yeah, days. it's coming like, back yeah. in like a really cool well, way. I don't know if y'all are into like heavier, heavier bands, but like um Omerita, they're fucking so good. That's a cool name. I like uh I have not heard them, but I so I listen to quite a bit of heavier stuff. Yeah. I, like all over the the spectrum of heavy music, but mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like um North Lane kind of did a little bit of new metal vibes on, yeah. on that last record. And yeah, I mean, as a genre, I didn't love it as a kid. There was like the, some of the big hits of the time that I really right. did like, but I was also, I was always more into shit that kind of sounded like uh, Thrice or yeah. Hoobastank, like stuff like Hoobastank and, and that yeah, kind shit. of like heavy alt rock sound. Yeah. That first uh, Hoobastank record is really good. <laughs> I was I was just listening to it yesterday. Dude, I do I get like nostalgic for that specific record sometimes, and I put it on like every so often, every couple of years or something, and I'm like, this sounds just as good as it did the first time. Wh- which one? I'm sorry. It's a self-titled one. It's like the yeah. first record that it's, they did. The one and... with uh, like crawling in the dark on it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Exactly, okay, yeah, exactly. It's every time Hoobastank is uh, brought up, especially that album. I always bring up the T- Channing Tatum Mountain Dew commer- commercial with that song in it. Oh man! Oh really? I remember that? Do you remember that I, commercial? I, I, I don't. I don't. God, no. dude, it's so old. He's like in like this muscle car, and he leaves his Mountain Dew on like the back <laughs> of a car, and some <sighs> random guy grabs it. Ooh. And he like that song starts playing, "Crawling in the Dark" by Hoobastank. Oh yeah! And he like <laughs> races in this car. It's like a Trans Am, and nice. Like, he flips Damn. it, does like a roll over the guy, like flips it over the guy, and then grabs his Mountain Dew. <laughs> I now do. I recognize that commercial yeah. somewhat with the grabbing of the, of the dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Bro, old. I bet, I, I bet that I bet Hubastank got paid well for that. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's uh, that record though. It's just like you can tell it's produced to be this like huge, clean, slick, but heavy like pop record. Mm-hmm. It's the the production on that record to me is so good. You want to throw a song from that on there? I would do like crawling in the dark. Crawling in the dark. Yeah. 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 That's a good song. Very reminiscent to me is uh, of like stuff that came a little bit later, like Seosin and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like that sound, that story of the year, like very similar to those bands. Yeah. Story of the year is good too. Listen up, all you VIP peers. VIP players. Goddamn Patreon now. (laughs) (laughs) This game is so aggressive. I did. We have a Patreon now. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> and a Discord. Yeah. And a YouTube. Discord. Come but join no it. webcams yet. No webcams. You can't see our beautiful face. Not yet. 
Yeah. Shout out to Enormous Adam on Discord. Hit him up if you need a Discord. He did a great job on ours. It looks cool. But guess what? You won't know how it looks unless you join that bitch. <laughs> if you would, please join our Discord and our Patreon. It would be really cool of you. We would love you forever. We'd still love you forever, even if you don't. Yeah. But you join the Patreon, you're going to get stickers. stickers. You get to dehumanize me. Yes. I don't know what that means. Go look Go the at the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's and it. Subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, comment. Thank you. Review, subscribe. We yeah, love you more. all that stuff. Do everything that you do for all the people that you love on YouTube. Do it for us too. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. Zach, you have kids, right? I do. Did yeah. you see the uh, the new Blues Clues movie? The one where they go to the, the, to New York City and yeah. they uh, have to find Rainbow Puppy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen you it know, like a uh, hundred times. Anthony Anthony Green wrote two of the songs in that movie. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> oh my god! He's I actually, actually not... he's credited at the end of the movie. What two songs do you know? Um, or I could figure it out. That's so I, funny. I can Google it real quick. But yeah, he wrote two of the two of the songs in there. I was like, dude, that's so sick, man. So I'm gonna rewatch that now with a new lens, maybe, and appreciate it a little bit more. Actually, I do think that the movie for like a kid's movie is actually pretty cool. And like it definitely captivates them. And I really like how much music is is in it because it's exposing kids to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wrote um On Our Way. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. We're on our way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, dude. I was like, when I, he posted about it before that movie came out, and I was like, nah, I got to watch that movie now. <laughs> it holds up. It holds up. Yeah, it does. The kids, the kids it like Steve it. in it. Well, I like how they brought back, like, all three iterations of yeah. like, the Steve character, <laughs> right? They, all, they So this new guy gets the stamp of approval from the two old guys. Yeah. That's you know, I have, I have a seven-year-old son, too. And he's a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh nice. I thought it was so funny. The the first boss you you fight against in Sonic Frontiers, which is the most recent game, uh, is the uh, the music is Kellen Quinn. Yes. From Sleeping with yes. Sirens. Really? And that song is a straight up banger. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. awesome. You're seeing a lot of like, you know artists that we you know enjoyed they're getting more into like other media out right like well like Trent Reznor does a lot of movie scores he does a lot of movie scores I'll tell you what's happening is all the kids that grew up on these listening to the music yeah oh yeah that's what they're 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 now working in the industries and becoming music directors and so they're hitting up their favorite artists from their teenage years Uh yeah Trent Reznor, Anthony Green, real quick, right? Sneak him uh, in this movie. Trent Reznor <laughs> scored the entire Soul movie from Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all that music yeah. from Trent Reznor, and then he's also doing the uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with Seth. That's Rogen. right. He's scoring oh, right that. On. Yeah, that's cool. You could, I would put Nine Inch Nails on my list of influences for sure. Okay, yeah, I've got a list going here, but. Um, let's talk about like, y'all are more of like a, I would, I would consider y'all more on the like progressive side just because mm-hmm. of how, um, I'm, I don't really want to call it technical, but I guess it's more, um, than your basic, just run of the mill four, four type music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what what is it uh that got you onto like the progressive side especially like acres the owl and artifacts and um you know tines and all that what is it that got you into the progressive side um for me like i got introduced really i got introduced to prog like really when i joined tides because tides man is uh I joined on a few tours way back uh, when we were on Rise Records and had our singer Tillian and we're basically like a progressive post-hardcore band. Yeah. And um, so like before I joined, I was I was into post-hardcore like a lot. I really loved the receiving and sirens thrice as cities burn, but those, I wouldn't call those bands very like they're not proggy. Yeah. Right. Um, so joining tides um, and touring with them, they were really into the Mars Volta really into tool um, okay. and stuff like that. And, and like closure in Moscow and, and yeah. that, that side of progressive post hardcore that, like artifacts is and all that um so i kind of got into it slowly over time just by you know getting introduced to it uh from there and and i love a lot of proggy stuff i wouldn't i i like to borrow ideas from prog yeah um especially just like you know like interesting rhythms and and playing with like the cadence but i but i'm also like a big I'm a huge fan of simple pop song structures too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like first chorus, like I like tightly written songs. So, so I'm not like super into really long meandering songs that prog, a lot of prog is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha. I really, I really like like tight where like all the fat is trimmed and it's just like the songs just like there's, it's like all the, juicy goodness is all concentrated yeah. you, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i know um the mars volta we we so in our discord we're doing uh like your top five no skip albums and me and adam are going through they sent us a list we have like 40 albums to go through <laughs> nice and uh, <laughs> the mars volta was one of them and yeah, it was D-Louse. the delouse yeah yeah and D-Louse is D-Louse is a certified yes, and, dude, and everything I said about all the meandering stuff like that goes out the window when it comes to that rare yeah, cases. absolutely dude but they that it's it's hard to believe that when that album came out which uh let me get the proper date for it but well I think it know, was like 2003 no yeah, 2001 maybe 2001 so the crazy thing about that album that we didn't know 2003 you were right um, yeah I think I had to drive in came out in 2001 apparently flea from red hot chili peppers did the bass on that yeah i don't know if it's the whole record but he's yeah, definitely on, on it on, yeah on it and then also like just the sound of it from 2003 and it's you're starting to hear a lot of people influenced by that now um that that, that i mean sound and it's it's that, so crazy how they were just way ahead of their time all mm-hmm. all of progressive post-hardcore for the last 10 years has been just trying to replicate them. Yeah. Like it's it, literally, if you talk to any of these guys in those bands, that's everyone's favorite band. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, they're amazing. And for that album to be that old. And, and also I found out the other day too, that it was also released under Motown records. And I was like, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> oh, wow. well, 
Acid Acid Driving was pretty huge. Like they were major yeah. label. They so they were coming off of that. Um, like, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know yeah. all the details or anything, but I know yeah. that 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 relationship of Command Record was pretty huge. Yeah. Um, and probably got them a lot of the the opportunities that they got to launch the Mars yeah. so that way. And I think. Yeah, Deal House is just like it's it's a classic for a reason. Like there's that record is has an energy and uh and a vibe that oh, 100%, is, is yeah. just you know just way above anything almost ever yeah. in that genre. <laughs> Zach, you got some uh prog records? Yeah, I mean it like especially mentioning like Closure in Moscow was huge for me for sure. And like <laughs> Even so, like sillier stuff like Horse the Band, like just thinking differently. Oh, and Horse the Band, sense. yeah. They they were pretty oh, big. Yeah. So I was like, and follow Troy at the time. I with I saw whatever show came through Boston there, and they were at least both on there. Um, Gatsby's American Dream was also oh, big. Oh God, for me. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah that that was a, a really cool record when it, when I first heard it too. And oh man. I'd say most of my most of my post hardcore influence or or whatever would be just from more of like the those bands from that exact era and not much like earlier than that. Yeah, like, so, I think like Mars Volta for me was even like maybe a year late or something. I feel yeah. like I was always like one step behind there. So Gatsby's American Dream isn't one that we get a lot, and I think um, mm-hmm. one thing that y'all do really well that Gatsby's did really well is. Gatsby's American Dream was really theatrical, like I. But it's it's so weird to say that because it's uh-huh. hard to explain what that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think y'all um, y'all nail that really really well in your music. Awesome, it's just yeah. like really theatrical. It's like I said, it's really hard to explain, but it's almost like it could be turned into a play, like how the music flows and how the vocal flows on top of it, and like the emotions portrayed in the music, and just. I don't know. It's like like scene act, like fucking. It's it's almost like a like a three four minute play. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it feels very emotionally driven, and something that I love about this project as well as the other projects that you guys were involved in is just I really I can't get enough of just like ambient guitar work. I don't yeah, know. It does yeah. it. It like it's like a a chill pill for me. I I I listen to music while I work. I work. I have an office job. I just play anything like that and I'm just like zenned out, just crunching numbers, doing whatever. Uh, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. I think we were, we were definitely trying, like that's, that's one thing I was always trying to do in Tides too, is just like play stuff that kind of resonated with your soul. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like, like there's something about, you know, really pretty major chords with lots of reverb and delay that just sounds very you know choir like or something like that that it you know it, it feels very um like just there's like a it feels very deep in something mm-hmm. i don't know you know it's just yeah. the sound but but there's something to it you know yeah santiago you got uh, any prog records or anything along those lines as far as uh like intricate stuff that i was actually when you guys were talking about it I started thinking like, what is my influence? Because like, I just always go back to thrice as being my influence for everything. <laughs> but um, I came up with two band names that may or may not make sense to you guys. Uh, 
lower definition. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, PM today. I think they're in two. You toured with them, right? You both of you, maybe. Yeah, that was um, my first. The first tour I did with Tides was with them. That's cool. I I did not tour with them. Oh, actually, yes. The first time I saw Tides live was that show. I actually went to see PM today. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that that that's when I discovered Tides. So that was a good day. Um, nice. Yeah, the, the, it's like really intricate stuff, but not just uh, not just rhythmically, but also like harmonically. So chord progressions and melodies and like a lot of experimental stuff. Um, yeah. 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 PM today was very like arranged. Like they were like um, composers. Yeah. playing rock music you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure there we've had pm today mentioned one time on the show and it was it was before adam joined this was like my second interview i've ever did and uh it was they actually put uh artifacts on here as well it was this was like three or four years ago right on and they put artifacts and pm today on their playlist for being uh very influential to their music so. that's awesome very yeah. unique band a very unique yeah band. All right, we got a good list going. Let's go with a. Uh, let's start with Sayosin. Yeah, um, we're doing Sayosin. I would, I would vote for something on the, um, on the translating yeah. the name EP. Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, seven years seems like the obvious choice, but I really like um, third measurement and C. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure, but we can do better than seven years. <laughs> yeah, I think like that song has a really great vocal hook, but. As a song, it's it's like so simple. It's a dead simple song. Uh, third measurement in C is not one we get all the time, so we can throw that one on there. Yeah, I can tell either... there was an accident here. That, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's actually a really great song, but that's like uh, it's kind of obscure. Yeah, that we can throw that one on there too. Nine inch nails. Oh, that's hard now too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, because that like if you, it it depends on which which Trent resonant you're gonna get. Like if you talk, you're talking about like ambient sounds and that like you could go with the fragile or you could go with even like the ghosts records that he did. Yeah. Um, or like the black and white one, what are the, the like two most recent ones, like how he had them released like about what the beginning and the after of like lockdown and stuff. Yeah. I don't that Like those records are really, really cool. If you're talking like atmosphere, but like picking a single it, uh, song, ghosts ah. together and locust ghosts. Is that what they were? Yeah, 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 exactly. I rem I have this really weird memory of like walking around. There's like a little uh, grade school uh, back behind like our house. And like, this is just when everything like the lockdown was like, it started, but then we were like kind of in it and no one was there. And I'm walking around listening to that record, like this dystopian almost landscape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like actually like legitimately creeped out listening to the music. I was like, oh, this is actually a little real for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like I don't, not a single song on there that I would just be like, pick that one instead of the other one. It's like the whole record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. For me, like, I don't know, you guys can disagree or not, but like the stuff on the fragile, like we're in this together now was probably pretty influential when I was yeah. like that age. Yeah. I guess we're kind of talking about like what, like late high school, like 19, 20 years old right now. It's it, like where our yeah. tastes were about that time. Because if we're talking about that, um, I gotta throw in uh, AFI and Rise Against. Okay, we sure. can throw those in as well. Like, because those bands, I was, those were, those were bands I listened to every day in high school. Yeah, 
Yeah, I like, had a Resigance phase there for a bit. Yeah, I did too. Who I did enjoyed them? True. <laughs> Is that the song you wanted to go with, Zach? The Fragile. Um, actually, I'm on or it right now. <laughs> no, no, the song. The song is called "We're in This Together Now." Okay. Oh, we're in this together now. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then we have "Receiving End of Sirens." And if I, if uh, I, I mean, say some of these that y'all don't want in there, just say "Skip" or "Next" or whatever, and we'll move on. So. <laughs> All right. Um, "Receiving End of Sirens" was actually really huge for me too. Uh, what about Santi? You like them too, right? No, I. Uh, no, sorry, I don't mean. To say I don't like them. I never really listened to them. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, the Deer Hunters is like my second favorite. The band Deer Hunter, they're so good. Yeah, that's just funny because I feel I feel like Thrice and the Receiving End of Sirens were like a pair. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I can super see that. similar. Like, yeah, like def like similar vibes, similar tastes. Like I feel like if you like one, you, you should like the other. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's possible just that I just. It got to me too late, right? If I heard the artist in the ambulance now, I might not like it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I true. Yeah, it just never, it just never came to me at the time. So I don't know. I hear, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds, it's, it's good, it's good. I mean, I like Casey's voice on anything. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're doing. Uh, sorry, jumping back because because I'm trying to think of the playlist. Um, so if we do Rise Against, I would have to say. Uh, like the angel oh, oh my god that's my great. favorite song <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean this, that song is just fucking fire <laughs> it is it's, it's a pretty song yeah i also like swing life away too that one's a good one <laughs> i don't listen to rice against but how do i know it? like i like like the angel i've been listening to it for years and i don't know how like someone showed it to me or something, or was it in a video uh, game? It was, it was, it was on, in a video on, game. Tony Hawk's uh, Underground, right? Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk's Underground. That's gotta be it because I love that song so much. I basically because I think back then you could like edit what songs you could hear, and I would basically just have that one on loop like in playing <laughs> the game. Yeah, it was, I would, it, was, it was bad. I would just pick all the punk songs. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, take um, away the take away the classic rock, take away the hip hop, and just yeah, just, just take away the yeah. sky. Maybe I don't know. Oh, the sky was alright. Did you want to skip receiving end of sirens or? Um, I mean they were pretty big for me. I'll I'll put on stay small. Okay. And then we have Mars Volta. Zach, you want to pick that one? Um, whatever the name of the the first song is. <laughs> that first record oh yeah is it is it a well there's the intro song and then the next song see that's it. okay like, yeah no you're right there's two different tracks right but I, you gotta start with that first one but you gotta go right into you have to listen to both yeah songs. but that can't be the one that you playlist <laughs> well, I can't, can't you put two yeah we can put two <laughs> you're talking about the intro to d last right yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah we can put both of them on there special treatment for for yeah, needing special the intro. treatment right <laughs> you can't listen to that one without the intro. hey okay. hey sometimes it'd be like that yeah yeah thank you thank you closure in moscow so i really really like the first like the ep and then the first record but i really <laughs> liked pink lemonade and i feel like whenever i talk to certain people they like think i'm wrong but 
What do you like guys that think? Album. I like that album. It's like my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I'd be one to call you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. No, I'm happy. I'm happy to be told that. <laughs> Their new singles go so hard too, though. Oh man. I'm excited for it, that. It, yeah. But no, I like, I remember trying to listen to Pink Lemonade at the time and just feeling like the mix was weird. Like the vocals it, just sounded like not the process at all or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they sounded like they're sitting on top of the music rather than mixed into the music. And it really annoyed me. They but, were actually talking about it with me saying, like, I don't know if I'm throwing anybody under the bus, but like they're super dissatisfied with the outcome of the actual technical parts of it. There's like okay. clicking bass drums and stuff too. Like there's this like technical crap that is not right on there. Um, okay. Yeah, like interesting. I just, yeah. yeah, I just remember hearing it and feeling like the sounds not right. It didn't sound like it's hard to, uh, for me. It was hard to pinpoint what it was. It just didn't sound correct. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Well, it's different too. Like comparing those to those two records, like having that like Chris Crummett on First Temple versus mm-hmm. yeah, like which what you got great. on Pink Lemonade, which is yeah, totally different too. You could put Sweetheart on there if you want to. I would Sweetheart. put Happy Days, actually. That's like my favorite okay. one. <laughs> but yeah. it's not the cool one. <laughs> I I liked Closure in Moscow, but they weren't like a super important band for me or anything, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> the next one is Horse, the band. Oh, man. I mean, Cuts, man. <laughs> cuts Those man. guys were insane. There are, did you see any of their shows, depending on where you guys live, I guess maybe not, because they only did them on like the West Coast. Like, yeah, no, they, I didn't see him. I never got to see them, no. I, I got to, we went to the one in uh, in Portland and they are as awesome and hilarious and good as when I saw them back the first round. Yeah. It, it was really, really good show. They're really good at what they do, which makes it way more enjoyable and funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was like uh, I didn't get into it a little later as well, but they were just they were insane, man. Just that mm-hmm. was like I didn't even know what to think when I first heard. Them. <laughs> My favorite is like the new, well, new, but there's they have a cowbell player, and he comes out for like the entire set and plays their whole set, and it's fascinating. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Gatsby's is next. Oh, man, that one's gonna be hard. I think. Uh, for me, the record was uh, Ribbons and Sugar. So if you could just put the whole one on. <laughs> well, that's what I would do sometimes, too. Like, I would yeah. just straight up, like, when I think of song titles, it's harder. Because I'm like, well, it's like the third one on that album I listen to all the way through all the time. Um, but let's see. I'm going to do some research on my own. Because <laughs> um, they also had these awesome, you know, titles. Yeah, We're Not Orphans. That was my favorite one on there. The second one. Yeah, they were uh, they were great. Me and Adam are also album guys, so making playlists is not our forte. My my playlist would just be albums stacked on yeah, top of each other. Exactly. No, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that that's how I make mine too. <laughs> or uh, if well, it's a band I like, I'll just listen to their discography in order from beginning to yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why sometimes too. That's why we started doing the album reviews because, like, I don't know, just 
it's nice to listen to a full album and like the concept and the work that goes into creating an entire album. So I believe that they are, they're cohesive pieces of art. They were made that way for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. so song I think, placements and yeah. I think they should be experienced, um, as they're, you know, put out. I mean, I yeah. get it. Like mm-hmm. if you just like a band's two or three like songs, but I try to, as much as I can, I like to listen to full albums. Same. Yeah. I'm, it's funny because I definitely used to be more of an album guy, um, but these days I've been I've been like just like all over. Like I just find songs that I really like. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard to like for me. It's hard to find the time to invest to listen to a lot of shit. It's like you know when I'm driving to work or driving home. And then occasionally when I'm chilling at home, I'll put on something in headphones, but nine times out of 10, I, it's, I, I don't have like an hour <laughs> to yeah. sit and listen to an, a record. So it's like, I've been, I guess at this point in my life, I've been kind of a singles guy, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the industry is changing too, or has already yeah. changed. Oh, absolutely. And, and maybe for the better and maybe for the worse, like for, for record guys like that want to spend 45 minutes listening to 10 songs, 12 songs. It's not that industry anymore. And so it's, it's yeah. interesting yeah. when you're thinking about it from like a like <clears throat> project or a band perspective, even like, do we put out a whole record? Is it worth investing all that time <clears throat> and energy and putting out a huge uh, thing of work? Or do we try to go through singles and go through smaller projects and stuff? What, yeah. what I mean, what we've been seeing doing this podcast is a lot of bands or artists now, what they'll do is they'll release the album um, like a song at a time as singles. And yeah, like a slow end, drip. Like, yeah, a slow drip kind yeah. of thing. And then, you know, they'll release five songs. That's an EP, but they'll just like space them out however many months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. basically what we did with our three singles. It, it's, mm-hmm. There's a lot of benefits in doing that way, such, such as like landing on like, spotify curated playlists and things you have more of a chance if you release seven singles than three so even like these days there's just i mean there's just an infinite amount of noise that Mm -hmm. they're you know in everyone's feed and then also i mean people have access to netflix on their phone they have access to video games Mm -hmm. you know it's yeah you know like you know it is what it is you know music's just it's an art form that's obviously it's it's a huge art form appreciated by tons and tons of people but you know it it is sharing space with these other forms of entertainment podcasts Mm -hmm. you know so it's you know in order to you just got to get lucky when you post something that hopefully it pops and and there's obviously there's artists that are big enough and popular enough that anything that they do will get playlisted or whatever you know yeah but for for us you know the type of band we are the sound uh and our very small but awesome following yeah uh, i think also like money too is a big thing as well so like it's cheaper to do like a couple singles like get studio Mm -hmm. time for a couple singles than it is to get studio time for an entire album or also like a lot of bands nowadays will 
do the mixing themselves and they'll send it off to get mastered but even still mm-hmm. it's cheaper to get one or two songs mastered than it is an entire album so. right that's mm-hmm. I, that's actually what i was gonna say too yeah. yeah it's it's much easier to do it in in bite-sized chunks um like us we're working on stuff and we the way we did it is we recorded ourselves on our laptops and then sent it to the studio to mix we we did record the vocals at the studio yeah um but we don't we don't have to do that next time like it it just like i said it was kind of like me and lucas met up there just basically just to make it official and and do the project so um it's kind of like a one-off random thing but in the future now with the stuff that we're working on we have like a little bit more of a chill process and and we know we know what we're doing enough recording that we can make it sound good and and then get it and then just pay someone to mix and master it Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of interesting how easy it is these days too (laughs) like the fact that we can exist as a project in multiple states to me because of the benefit of the internet. Not just the internet. I mean, it's like I'm using a digital interface, modeling all my amps (laughs) and using plugins. Like it's so easy. You know what I mean? And that's like, and it's, and it, and it's really easy to make shit sound great. You know, like at least compared to, setting up mics in a studio room and and doing it that way it's you know like there's obviously trade-offs with Mm -hmm. with doing it both ways and and there's there i get that there's a uh, a vibe and and kind of an attachment to like analog tones and doing it the way it's always been done but i i really love the convenience and the sound that i get just plug in my guitar into this little box next to my computer. It's like, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. It is. It's incredible. I mean, I, I know that there's, you could debate it all day, like analog versus digital stuff. And like, is, is that old tube amp actually better or not? Right. And I mean, I love vibe and I love feeling and I like the sound, but at the same time, if it, we also can capture these on our own. And I do think that the love gets put in when you have someone mix it and when you have something, someone master it, someone outside of the process. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll find all like, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I get yeah. super just into my own thing and can't get out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. whenever you're editing something and you're hearing the same thing, the same sequence of something over and over again, you almost kind of like go crazy a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything like, starts to sound weird. like no matter what you do it sounds bad and you're like not sure if you tweak mm-hmm. something is like does that sound better or yeah. not i can't i can't even tell it's i not- don't even know if it sounds different <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like oh what, what did i just do mm-hmm. um uh, we've got a couple more bands i have but i want to take a break and kind of talk about trade secrets uh in general so just like y'all you released uh technically what like three songs and then you released this um the session version the session versions yeah 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 it's like uh i guess it in a way almost ties back to the conversation we just had where we made everything in multiple places and then we made everything again in one place (laughs) yeah yeah and then um i want to know is there anything what are y'all planning for like the future y'all going to release albums are y'all going to 
slow drip like we talked about and release singles or are you guys gonna come to dallas and play a show so i can go yeah that too (laughs) i would love to um no i'll tell you honestly Mm -hmm. you know like we we would love to do all the all the band things tour and all that of course Um, where we're at right now you know what i mean we're just working with the resources we have absolutely trying trying to make something and you know hopefully any year or two however long you know we'll have more songs out and over time you know i'd i'd love to be selling out house of blues or fucking stadiums but you know it's it's a long road to get to that point so (laughs) it is yeah for sure all all we can do right now is just make some music and see what comes from that you know yeah one thing i can I could jump in on, on there too is, and I I'm curious if you guys feel the same way, but like when the project was real for sure, when they went and recorded it in person, absolutely. But there was like this moment, like probably five minutes before we played like the first song. And when we got together to record this live session that I was like, you know, this is either going to work or it's not. <laughs> and I remember this feeling of just huge, like euphoric feeling of what playing the first song for the first time and being like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, these guys are awesome. Like, we're fine. <laughs> this, is aw- this is great. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it awesome, was, man. It was kind of a gamble because, like, literally, we had never been <laughs> in the same room playing the songs together. <laughs> right, we, right. You know, How far like, apart are all y'all? Uh, we're all across the U.S., uh, Zach is out in Portland, Oregon. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Santi is in Orlando, Florida. And Lucas is in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Damn, okay. And that's where we went to record it. We went up to the Early Grace uh, Studios Jordan has. Yeah. Yeah. So they drove up. Zach and I had never even met. No, nah, (laughs) right. A couple of messages beforehand, like, hey, we're going to meet. (laughs) Yeah, that's insane, man. That's awesome. That's, That's so crazy, man. Like, I, like I think about it, how like back in in you know the day, like I say that as like I'm an old old person, but like <laughs> the early two thousands, you know, you had the postal service, and it was like this big fucking deal that they made music by sending it to each other. And now that's just like a common thing from what I'm seeing. I mean, with all yeah. the resources available yeah. now, um, man, it everybody's doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's it's literally more convenient than packing up all your shit and driving over to the studio or your friend's yeah. house or like and having to do to. it all in like a compressed like week or two yeah yeah and it's like if uh, like if we were to tour we would obviously do like a week of rehearsals before we went out and get everything tight and sounding good but it's like like i mean i guess it it would be nice to write in a, in a room together but yeah obviously with the distance that is not yeah. it's just not possible but you know yeah but it's cool i mean this is like like i said we're just using what we have and making what we can with it so yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome man that's really cool like i know y'all are still writing and everything and it is when when's the next uh time we can expect something from you if y'all can you know guesstimate and (laughs) we can speak in past tense because um augie when would would this one come out is this a lot? Would be this be the last? No, because I mean I can do either or. But um, so this Friday is no Thursday. Thursday. This sorry. Thursday is the third. It's Serling, and then we have another one. I don't even remember who we recorded. We, yeah. 
Oh, you know. Yeah, and then but, the 17th or the 24th was when this one will come out. Okay, so only like two to three weeks, so yeah, there may two, not be weeks. a whole lot, but if there is, you can sort of speak in that past tense. Yeah, where yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't have any definitive release plans that are set in stone. We have a few songs in various stages of completion and we are slowly working on them. There's a couple things more to track on one and then another one is like half written. Um, okay. At least in terms of you know structure and guitars and 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 all that and uh yeah and then we have we have a lot of demos of that are that haven't been worked on by the whole band but well you know the, like it always takes longer than i wanted to you know yeah mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> but I, would, I think i think we'll release something before the end of the year for sure but okay that's good that's think, a good time yeah, one that's i can yeah back that up too i think we have the, yeah. enough stuff something's gonna be done and it could be sure. and it could be earlier than that too it's just you know we need to finish what we're working on and then see what we have and, and make it cool and present it right so that's all so who normally writes the the first piece and sends it to who or is that just like a collaborative effort or like uh, y'all are making a new song so far it's been me starting everything um but i would love if we kind of shook up that's just that's just the way that those first songs came together just because it kind of like started with me and talking to lucas and showing mm-hmm. what i had um and then i you know, I spent like a year or so writing tons of music. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like what we're working on with right now. But you know, like everyone here is an amazing musician. Santi is. I don't know if you ever listened to Europa, but you know that that is basically him and and one friend made an entire amazing record. Like oh wow, like and I think it'd be like right up you guys' alley, judging by your tastes and uh. You know, I would love for all these guys to like I, it, to become even more collaborative than it than it has been so far. Yeah, I sampled a little bit of everybody's other bands that I didn't you know, have never heard before. So, like Imaginary Colors and Europa, um, definitely gonna check those out more mm-hmm. throughout the week. Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you, appreciate it. Yeah, really enjoyed that. I guess let's finish uh, getting some of these on here. We got Lower Definition was next, I believe. Uh, yeah, really quick on that note, and uh, I actually like really like like being uh, the writing like the the last leads of the of a song, like putting the finishing touches on like instrumentation. So if like Dan writes something, uh, just like rhythm guitars or riffs or whatever, and then me just put in like just a couple like tasty leads on top of that, I I, I really enjoy being that guy. So I got you. But uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I just wanted to add something there. Uh, it's funny because that was basically how it worked in Tides, but I was you in that band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you were the guy, yeah. That was like, funny. like where Spencer would be the one like starting songs and doing all the chord work, and then then I would be putting melodies on top, and it's kind of funny. It's, it's like switched, <laughs> like yeah. the next evolution. 
as far as lower definition goes, I think I'm going to have to say to satellite is like their first, like their first big song. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, PM today. Oh man, this is a tough choice. <laughs> um, but I have to say goodbye. Blue Monday. I already thought about it. Yeah. That's, that's what I would have picked too. Yeah. I mean, life changing, man. <laughs> uh, AFI. Oh shit. Um, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite. I, it's the one I listen to the most. It's a uh, summer shutter off of December Underground. Yeah, just got a, it's got a really sick chorus and with like this little break that, like he hits this ring out chord with tremolo on it, and I'm just like, that's a fucking cool idea. <laughs> um, last one that I have wrote down is the Deer Hunter. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, the Deer Hunter is a whole universe. So I'm just going to say yeah. that for anyone anyone who doesn't know that. So I'm going to have to pick. Um, uh, let's pick something from Act 3. Uh, Incauda Venenum. I think is Latin. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my favorite. It's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. It's heavy they... and fast and dark. And- they're so good, man. Yeah. Um, no, that, that Casey is one of the most talented people just in the world, I think. Yeah. I, I know, like, his the storytelling and his lyrics are just unmatched. Yeah. I mean, dude, the guy, not just not just an amazing singer, but he gets on guitar and he shreds, like, really shreds. Mm-hmm. And he goes and, you know, he writes this incredible shit. And then he also like writes symphonies and stuff and like does video and art and like animation. It's insane. Like it's absolutely crazy. This talented, multi-talented. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I guess we've talked a lot about, you know, early music and, you know, the transition into maybe what got you more into what you either listen to now or do now, but uh, you know, give us a couple of bands you guys like now. Uh, we've we've kind of had you here for a little while, so we really appreciate you guys sticking with us. Uh, we'll probably wrap up here soon. Just give us a couple of bands you guys listen to now, or shout out shout out any homies you got. Uh, yeah, because Hon- <clears throat> honestly, like I've always just been like a rock guy, and fucking, I can't get enough of Bad Omens. <laughs> like, nice. okay. I like the death of peace of mind is just like a, a whole album full of just it's it, it, it's all hits yeah like, it's it and it's and it's so fresh sounding i mean i've been i've been rocking it for like the last fucking year and i'm and i still love it <laughs> and yeah, huge fucking quick too like well it makes sense like the fucking songs are all really good yeah yeah they're all and, catchy. I'll give them that. They're catchy. I haven't dove into them a whole lot, but the ones that I have heard are just extremely catchy. Yeah. And I'm, I just think I, they got a vibe and they got a sound and they went a hundred percent for it and they're getting rewarded for making something really, really good. Yeah, for sure. So, and, um, I would say what else am I listening to lately? I've just been all over the place. I feel like, you know, I'm a big fan of a handful of albums that Radiohead has done in Rainbows, probably 
my favorite. Hmm. What are you guys listening to lately? Yeah, one of my favorite new old this, this album, I guess, is like 12 years old, but um, and I might be saying it wrong, but the band's called Kvelertak, and they're from Norway. Oh, and, yeah. And they play every style of metal, I think. <laughs> it's kind of like their shtick, and yeah. it's like like the first like track has an intro and there's like black metal and then it goes like right into like your know, shreddy stuff that like goes to the eighties and there's like nineties new metal riffs and stuff. Like they literally just mash everything together. And uh, it's really fun to listen to. It's You're going like, to have to spell that for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> the first letter is K and the second letter is V. Yeah. So K V E L E R T A K. Okay. I've heard a couple of bands similar to that. I think, uh, there was one band. Oh, it's called Sixth. Have you heard of them? I, uh, I feel like yeah. that name is really familiar. Yeah, yeah they were like, um, like I've never, I've never really. listened to them, but I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, I listened to their first album because uh, it was recommended on this podcast, and they that album is fucking insane. It's like all over the place. Like, it sounds like proggy system of a down slash. Like, I don't know. It's nuts, man. It's all over the place. Like you said. No, it's it is cool. Like when it works, like you, yeah. you can say it's like, oh my god, it's like too much. But at the same time, because it's so eclectic, you're like, oh, like, yeah. I love every riff after the next one. There's another uh, Japanese band that's similar to that as well, which they're they're all over the place. That I got put onto by this show. It's called uh, Maximum the Hormone. Maximum the Hormone. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place too, but they're they're pretty good. No, that's cool. I'll check that out. Yeah, Santiago. Uh, yeah. Um, right now, um, yeah, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of random things. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like Dan. I listen to like one song here and there from each band and just like make the perfect playlists. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to shout out Moxie the band. I've been listening to a lot lately. Nice. Yeah. Um, the, 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 there's this artist I really like from Ireland called Talos, T-A-L-O-S. It's like, it's like a little bit of electronic ambient, like softer stuff. Um, and speaking about electronic, I have just a big like electronic fan in me, but not like EDM, but more like uh, like experimental, like ambient stuff. I'm gonna shout out Purity Ring. Okay, oh, right yeah. on. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go. Bad Omens first. Uh, I'd have to pick Concrete Jungle, the first song on the Death of Peace of Mind. All right, and then Radiohead. Um, if I was picking a favorite, I I gotta go. Weird fishes. Hard to pick just one. <laughs> yeah. I just I really like the way that they layer like the two arpeggiated guitars in that like it's especially writing stuff in Tides of Man uh we use that trick a lot and yeah. I really like I, I love you know two guitar players playing ring out notes that that are kind of ringing out over each other and it just sounds really I don't know yeah like it sounds really musical but you can't really hear all the details you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. it's, it's it's just really cool um tech 
<laughs> the, my favorite <laughs> song my favorite song by them is sultans of satan and it's one of the only english language titles on uh the record too so i don't know if that's a coincidence or not they have yeah. guest vocalists that sometimes sing or scream in english but everything else is in norwegian yeah that's awesome i have to check that out i gotta i gotta add one other band okay. because uh, they're one of my absolute favorites, and I don't know why I forgot to talk about them. But Mogwai, um, oh right on, nice, hundred percent. That band is. I could talk about them for a while. Sounds familiar. I don't think I've listened to them, but the name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's, it's instrumental post rock, but it's very. Their influences go, are a little wider and broader than that. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. They're they're just and the like. There's they make a lot of choices in their in their music <laughs> that is very deliberate. Yeah, uh, and very restrained. Like their drum beats, their chord changes. Like they hold back a lot mm -hmm. to maximize that buildup of tension. And then so it's like once they rock, they rock into something fully, it hits so good. And they're they're like masters of that. Yeah. What uh, what song would you recommend? Uh, I'm Jim Morrison. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we, yeah. that's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's that's a song you just need to put on headphones and turn the lights out and listen to with your eyes closed. <laughs> All nice. right, I'll do that. It's, it's a fucking journey. Uh, Moxie. Um. Yeah. This song is called You Feel It Too. You Feel It Too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Moxie with uh, just some amazing musicians in that band too. And Drew is, is one hell of a producer as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I saw them recently and they were uh, they were just so big. It was, it was great. Yeah. Did y'all ever, did, Santi, did you ever hear Consider the Thief, his old band? No, I don't think so. They're, they That band's really cool. And no, I... I don't think anyone knows about that band, but I'll have to check that out too. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, they got it's uh Consider the Thief and their their album was called uh something like small signs or signals or something like that. Cool, let me see if I can find it. Signs and wonders. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Cool. The song I th there's a song called like Joshua or something. Yeah. I thought yeah, that was it's a fucking banger. It's really good. <clears throat> and then he said uh Kalos, I think is the Kalos with a T. Uh I think my AirPods are about to die. Um oh, okay. Let me go. I have a, a I have a spare AirPods. I'm I'm not privileged, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kalos with a with a T. Uh and the song is called In Time. And then the last one, Purity Ring. Uh yeah, Belly Speak. All right, guys. Um, I, like I said, I appreciate y'all for giving us your time and talking with us. Is there anything else you want to add about? Uh, I, I was going to actually add, um, if y'all wanted to, some of y'all side projects and stuff like that, if y'all want those. Yeah. So um, one other project uh, that we haven't talked about today is what, another thing that Lucas and I am doing with Jordan. <laughs> uh, we're calling it Chasing Ghosts right now. And we have eight songs ready to do something with um but not completely finished so we're like kind of uh touching that up and then okay maybe having something fun maybe before the end of the year too nice. um 
the Tigers like just getting started again on some some stuff. I don't that's know with exactly. uh, Joe, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, okay. Joe Arrington and uh, shout out like, Joe Arrington, the boy. Yeah, yeah. He's as, so when whenever that stuff is ready, that kind of just comes and goes too. Just kind of whenever we're free. So I would yeah. hope maybe something by the end of the year too. Yeah, that's awesome, and I hope he's doing well. I know I haven't heard you know seen anything from a while, so. <laughs> No, I think it, he's had some life stuff and he's going through it. Yeah. And I do think that he's he's doing the right thing. He's not giving up on music or anything. Yeah. This is the family stuff is the family stuff. But oh, for sure. Um, he's <laughs> being re-embraced with warm, welcome arms to every everywhere yeah. I'm seeing him go now. So I'm, I'm happy an for him. Amazing drummer. And he was, like I said, he was so nice um, when I talked to him a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. if, if you talk to him again, tell him about how excited you are about his drum encyclopedia that he and I have kind of been, well, he he's mostly working on it, but I'm like generating like some practice tracks along with it. So he's like writing oh, out wow. these things that drummers can practice to. And then like the, the track will actually be kind of lined up, you know, like the right. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that. Um, and it's like one of those things we've been talking about it for, for years and it is, he's making some progress, but we're nowhere close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to uh, throw your favorite Lutaga song on there? Uh, sure. I mean, my favorite one's the first one, the golden, golden grams. Um, okay. I, I like everything we've done, but there's something special about the first one where kind of same thing. We didn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. It was fun, fun to get it all together and get it out. And then, uh, Santiago, you got Europa you want to throw some Europa on there? Um, sure. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I think I don't want to throw an eight minute song in there, <laughs> but, um, do it. Let me see. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. It might, yeah, clo- it might be the closer, a good long closer. <laughs> that's my favorite song I've ever written. I'm going to say, um, running futures and you're lucky because it's not a 14 minute song. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, what's the longest song you've ever uh, recorded, uh, Dan or Santi? For me, the the fourteen minute, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> um, for me, it's either "Death Is No Dread Enemy" on the tie on every nothing or "Naked Words Sacred Mouth," which was kind of a B side that we released after that record. I'm not sure which song is longer. You'd have That's to cool. consult Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, can I add my current project, um, Imaginary Colors? Yes. Yes, I was going to get them on there as well. And for that, I'll do Glowing Heart. All right. And then, Dan, is there a Tide song you want to throw in here? Um. Yeah, sure. I'll say Mercury Fields. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> cool. I was going to say everything is fine, but. Yeah, no, that's your favorite. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, but that song, I Mercury Fields is one that uh, I wrote the a lot of the meat of. So that's yeah. like oh, right. the one. That's the one that I that I feel connected to the most. You know, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. That song is very creative. Y'all have well, technically six songs out. Would you like to open y'all's playlist with? a song and then close it with a song so what trade secret what two trade secret songs would y'all like to throw in here i would say uh counterfeit reality and um what's our other song that's not mere twin called guys the purpose the purpose, <laughs> the, purpose. <laughs> the, the purpose 
Do you still remember them by the working titles? I sometimes have that that problem. <laughs> um, no, I don't even remember the working titles. <laughs> nice. I just. I it just know. gets it out and then it's it's out of the memory, all right? <laughs> Name it yeah. and it's done. <laughs> That's I how it always worked with with all all of my bands is the titles were like the last thing. It's like guys, yeah. we're gonna put we have artwork ready to go. So name the songs. <laughs> well, that's one thing too with these songs is it's uh Lucas's lyrics, so he he titled them. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so it's, sometimes I gotta I got just gotta think. I'm like, what is, what is the fucking name again? <laughs> like with with tides is i named a lot of those songs so it's it's kind of similar like i don't know they stuck with me because i just remembered them better yeah we uh sometimes bands will send us music early to listen to and sometimes they don't change the name of the file that they send to us so it's their nice. working titles and the, my favorite one was uh it was leap biscuit and it was like oh L-E-M-P. yeah <laughs> Limp biscuit. Nice. Yeah, limp biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> I like also, limp biscuit. A lot of my working titles, I'll, I'll like take like the two, I'll mash up like two bands' names that I feel like the that are similar. Like that's <laughs> like these two bands influenced this song, so I mm-hmm. call it like some combination of those two band names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had man. one called we had one called Conky Dong. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> um we uh like to ask if you guys could let us know the last song you listen to if you use you know spotify or apple music oh uh, i could do that yeah literally it was uh bad omens concrete jungle on the nice. way home from work right. <laughs> well that's already on there <laughs> nice yeah, I have a I have this problem with like my kids' music and my music is nah, is my Spotify. Nah, don't blame the kids now. Come on, yeah, we already right, got you, one. You got this one. On here, right? This one's not this that is... bad though. This one's actually not that bad. It's "Yellow Submarine" by the Beatles. <laughs> nice, but like that was because Cora listened to it in the bathtub. So, <laughs> like, that song I chose to put on has been a long time, unless I'm alone. But let's see, some recently played stuff that I picked. So there's a lot of Steve Miller band here for my son. Nice Steve Miller band. Oh, the last thing I put on. I put on um, Plastic Love by Miriya Takeuchi because I wanted to listen to some city pop. (laughs) Nothing too cool. (laughs) (laughs) Santiago? Uh, Yeah, actually, my Spotify has it on right now. It's uh, I Get It Now by Fjord. I think it's, I'm not sure how it's how it's pronounced, but it's F-J-O-R-D. This is one of my favorite songs ever. It's one yeah, of those, like, one-offs. Uh, yeah, uh, so I get it now. I really like it. Uh, nice. Really quick, I don't. I think we skipped Queen, and this is important to me. Can we add a Queen song? <laughs> oh, we did. We, I deleted uh, it before we got to it. Yes, that's so bad, dude. I apologize. Queen. No, it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, let's do Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy, if that's okay with everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And then, you can't go wrong with a Queen song. Yeah. And then if you guys could just shout out your social media out, uh, like handles so that the listeners can go check you guys out and you'll blow up and get big and famous. Yeah, and you can do all your Dallas. all your projects or just however y'all want to do it. Just Yeah, just uh, for Trade Secrets, uh, it's on Instagram, Trade Secrets Band, and uh, you could just search Trade Secrets on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube. And actually on YouTube, probably need to search for the song titles because 
we don't have a lot of views so that shit the algorithm ain't working for us yet <laughs> oh no we need to get ai on it what i do is i just throw like it, somebody told me one time that descriptions matter because when you're searching for something it just pulls from the description so i just really? put a bunch of like random shit in the description and yeah i would like, love yeah if any if anyone wants to give me a random advice for fucking yeah, tackling man. these these algorithms i would just love start like i don't <laughs> yeah when you upload a video just go into the description and just like just start tying just rant or whatever the fuck you want to do just type a bunch of like trending words at the moment or <laughs> mm, yeah. whatever sense. yeah whatever in the just description copy, just... And paste, just copy and paste the dictionary yeah pretty much yeah. man and then uh you can actually see like on i know because i i upload to youtube and <laughs> you can see like your like how most people find your stuff through searches, like what they're searching. Mm, yeah. And you sense. can just start posting that in the description as well. That's cool. all right. Cool. That's yeah. smart. <laughs> where, how, where, how do you see that? Um, so if you, you have the YouTube, the YouTube studio or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, okay. It's a, there's an app you can download called YouTube studios and it, it links directly to your YouTube account. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And then you have like your content or whatever, your analytics and then research and it shows the top searches. So the shit that <laughs> I can show you right now, our top searches is Spotify, original podcast, Spotify, playlist, chill vibes, nice. uh, Spotify, collaborative playlists. People search those words and they find us, um, metalcore playlists, liked songs. I think my favorite here is lol worlds 2022 <laughs> playlist i have no I have no fun <laughs> somehow yeah. they found you <laughs> yeah spotify horror game and then uh best songs to listen to while gaming oh, I don't know about that. yeah ultra but gaming maybe. playlist <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> stuff like that I mean, you see your searches and then you just type that into the description and people will find your videos that way it's weird i don't know that's how nice. i've been doing it it's like a oh, keyword yeah. search. Kids these days in their YouTube, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. That's what. It, so somebody gave me that really good advice. They just said that in the description, you don't ever want to leave it blank because mm -hmm. that's how people, that's how the keyword searches work is through description. Yeah. So the more that you have wrote in the description, the more keyword searches people can find your shit from. So you never want yeah. to leave descriptions on anything blank. You want to fill them out as much as possible. Yeah, I've always filled them out with all the relevant info, like, um, you know, credits and all that. Lyrics stuff, but... and, yeah. yeah. Even posting, like, lyrics and shit like that will probably up your keyword search. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all so much. I know it's probably getting late for the uh, Orlando. I don't know what time zone y'all are in, but. <laughs> it's only 8.30 yeah, here. Yeah, I'm sure it's still <laughs> early for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> We're just, we're an hour ahead of you, so it's not too okay, bad. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you all so much for giving us your yeah, time. Thanks a lot. Um, and yeah, talking thanks. to us, man. Yeah, thanks thank you. Us, really yeah, appreciate Super it. excited to see what, what's next for you guys. Absolutely. Your, your music is amazing, and I hope uh, I hope more people find it and listen to it. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you, guys. It. Great to yeah. meet you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah too, really man. And it. I'll be in touch uh, when the sooner, like, as soon as, like, this gets ready to come out and everything, so awesome man oh, awesome. thank you for everything thanks for thanks for working on it and let us know if you need anything all right man yeah appreciate y'all yeah well we'll obviously post on our socials when it when it pops so oh thank you so much awesome. that thank helps that so always much. helps oh, yeah. absolutely all right man y'all have a nice night you thanks. too you too bye later thanks. take care
Thank you.